This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, Tom Keen, number seven. Uh, this week, it's uh, me, Brian, and uh, Dave, the usual co-host here, is uh, MIA. Uh, actually, he's in California, so he hasn't seen <laughs> sure the show. sure we know where he is. He hasn't seen the show yet, so joining me is Sam from our uh, uh, Pop Culture Effect podcast on Podcast Derby Network, so uh, he's going to help out this week, and I believe next week, because I think Dave will be at a different time zone then, too. So welcome, Sam, to the Blacklist Show. Thank you. It's pretty cool to be here. It's uh, now real quick. I, I I know you haven't been watching the show from the beginning, and you've been kind of catching up as you went along. And last week was a great episode because uh, it was kind of a recap episode, so it kind of gave you enough to follow along with this episode. What's your general thoughts of just on this episode today in general? Um. Okay. So yeah, I caught up last week's episode. That was pretty much my introduction to the series. So yeah. I am really new to this and this is, you know, my 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 newbie view of the show. Sure. Um so last week's episode I liked. Um this week's episode I thought was so obviously mechanical and full mm-hmm. of um uh, how do you call the the really obvious moving parts and, yes. and the the we're gonna introduce this thing all of a sudden and then we're gonna like just wipe it away like it never happened. So that was that was my thought. This was, this was something that I had talked about a couple weeks ago when this or uh, whole thing with uh, this Detective Wilcox who was investigating the murder of the harbor master. And I, I mean, I said a few weeks ago, it's going to just come down. We're going to, you know, make it so bad, like there's no way out of it. And then there's going to be this Star Trek moment at the end where the somebody comes in and saves the day. Everything's resolved. And now we can move on with our other story arcs because this one's done. Right. And, and I felt last week, because uh, there was a little discussion about it last week uh, uh, with Dave and I, is that I thought it was going to get wrapped up this week, and it was. You know, everything just kind of came nice and clean, and this episode did feel rushed in that sense because it was so formulaic, so perfectly structured to get you to that so end clean. point. Yeah, it was It was yeah. a very clean episode, and it was a clean break at the end and everything. Uh I, I like the episode for getting rid of that storyline because the storyline was kind of getting tired for me. Uh, but uh, it, at least it's done and we can move on. We Honestly, I, one reveal for me in this episode was this judge. I had no idea that he was just such an insignificant judge. So. <laughs> it was only Superior Court. It's I told. Just, you are not even worth the, the dirt on my shoes. I, it, it is. Well, I mean, where did that come from? I mean, in D.C., there's what, Superior and Supreme, and I always confuse which one's... <laughs> the the lesser one and which one's the greater one unfortunately uh, there's no uber court because right no. so but either way he's just a city court judge and uh you know the aspiring uh attorney general uh comes in and you know he, he he's this uh kind of ongoing character that we've had and we've seen him do this a couple times where he's got some power he doesn't care what this task force is doing he just knows that he's going to kind of have a little control over it because he's going to come in and, you know, you know. He just likes whipping it out and waving it around so everyone can see. Yeah, and I and I love his character. At first, I wasn't sure I liked him, but now I'm starting to like his character. I love the uh, the, the the attitude he carries, uh, w- especially that whole interaction with the judge. It was just such a great, fun scene. But, yeah, the show is very formulaic in this sense. I mean, you had you used two parts. You had your part where they go get Tom. Or go try to get Tom, and then you had your part where, you know, Lizzie is absolved. 
I guess. <laughs> so what um other other than being kind of a predictable show and and sometimes the show gives us that. We we get these uh blacklist episodes that just they follow this formula. Dave talks all the time about how American television, especially crime dramas and American TV are very formulaic and they're very predictable. And this one certainly felt that way. Did it cause you to hate the show more than you, based on how you loved it last week, or did you just kind of feel like this is just a piece to a bigger puzzle? Um, so I didn't see. I'm not the sort who tries to pick out the uh, the plot, you know, 20 steps ahead. So sure. it wasn't predictable to me, but um, I could easily pick out all the the road signs in, sure. in the episode, like um, you know. Um, Elizabeth and uh, um, and Cooper are having this really intense discussion about how she lied, and then he conveniently has a seizure. Yeah, and and, and it was like the, the physical manifestation of how much lying means to him, right? Right. And then at the end, we um, we wipe that away, and it's like you know, Liz, I know you did a lot of really really illegal things, but you know, it's not so bad. Just don't lose yourself. I know it, it was really weird. You're absolutely right. It was and, really and weird. He gets, and, and it's like, oh, you know, the the chemo's working. You're all good. You just had a quick episode. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, that's it that was is a cop way out. Too clean. Yeah. It was a cop out because he was he was so angry. He angered himself into a seizure. And rather <laughs> exactly. than and they blow that off by saying, we're not even sure it was the anger that blew you into the seizure. It was just a side effect of the chemo. Neutron something right and it, it was everything that happened in this because i really thought oh this is where they're gonna kill him off like because we we feel like he's gonna get killed off at some point but now they're saying the medication's working so now his character's gonna have a full remission and be around i really thought that this character was heading towards one of those great moments where he's gonna take the bullet for everybody because he's gonna die anyway and right. now you now you've taken that away that that whole anticipation of that which I think is upsetting because now it's just everybody's infallible. That's what we learned from this episode. And, and on top of all this, we managed to like eliminate a German crime ring. Just by the way. Oh gosh, and that is the ongoing thing that I I, I can't stand about the show is that every bad guy in the in every episode seems to get killed off so easily. There there are these um, horrible, uh, just ruthless people, and. The, the plot always makes it convenient to kill every single one of them every week, and that, that's frustrating. So like every time you get one of these, no, 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 really, this time, this guy is a really bad dude. <laughs> right. And, and then it turns out, like, one gunfight, and it's gone. I know, and it was. It was just, it was, I, I wrote gunfight at OK Corral, is, <laughs> is what I wrote down in my notes, and that's what it felt like. It was this huge buildup to this moment, and then... Seconds later, everybody's dead on one side and everybody's fine on the other. And that's exactly what it was. It was just a a, a silly scene. <laughs> uh, w yeah. We got to meet a, a couple of characters that, we, we, you know, every week we kind of get introduced to Red's various uh, sources and uh, people in his network and this Franz Backer guy. Uh, uh, the holy guy? The, the, yeah, the... <laughs> Or, or was it the the guy who was in the uh, the treatment? No, no, no. The guy, Franz okay. Bacher was the guy that had all the metal in his okay. face and was getting the tattoos. Right. That that's he he was so distracting to me that I have no idea what happened in that scene. By the way, he has childhood issues. I would Just, think so. 
he called it out. He's like, you know, you you probably do this because you've got issues. Right. Yeah. yeah, I probably do. Uh, you, you know how to read them, Red. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he's just, oh, I, I, you know, and I'm sure that scene was important. Uh, I think that guy was an arms dealer. Uh, he, but there was, I was so distracted by his face that uh, I think they went a little over the top there, and I couldn't really horns. concentrate on that scene. So adorable. He had the horns. <laughs> He's probably a bad dude. Uh, Let's yeah. see. But, uh, yeah, it was... And, and there was this... I, I We always talk about... Uh, Dave talks about there's scenes that are just not wasted. TV doesn't usually waste scenes. All the scenes are usually important because there's only so much time, and they don't have time to give you a wasted scene like a movie would do. And I felt like with how things went down in Germany, when Red brings Wrestler along with him, it, it the scene where they were talking earlier about how you you'll stick out like a sore thumb and you're gonna get us killed and you know and and you better be on your game. I mean that that whole scene didn't matter because when he's finally in front of them at the OK Corral, there he's like, oh yeah, I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just like, I, you know what? I'll just own it. Right. <laughs> and. and I feel like, and again, I got to go back. Maybe I'm wrong, but you know, Tom said this guy's a cop in German, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, that's right, I'm a cop." I didn't know he knew German, and maybe I'm dumb. And the listeners out there are going to email and say, "Yes, Brian, you're dumb." That was the whole point: is he didn't know German. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why he was going to. And he also apparently um, stands like a cop because that was pretty much all he was doing. Right. And he could read the subtitles because apparently whatever Tom said was in front of him to see. So I, I like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally get you. Yeah, maybe other people caught that, but uh, I, I'm proud of a lot of our listeners who, especially, posted on Facebook this week though that because uh, we had been predicting for the last couple of weeks how is this storyline with Lizzie and the and the death of the harbor master going to get resolved, and I, we had all agreed that. Tom will make this triumphant blast through the doors of the courtroom and say, I did it. <laughs> and it's like, you know, as predicted by, you know, this podcast and listeners, uh, that's exactly what he did. It, it did. It was so clean and tidy. And then who's Tom Keen? There's nobody by the name of Tom Keen in our. As, as, as soon as this happened, I'm like, oh, he's, this is all going to get wrapped up and he's going to go and we can leave him as a character because he's, well, he's in almost every episode, oh, so we know he's he's a yes, he's very a important character. And but it also comes down to, um, yeah, he's in love with Liz, right? Okay, I'm I'm coming to this new. I'm sure that was previously established, but yeah. you know, in the scene that they showed in the wrap up episode, it was just Tom beating the shit out of Liz. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they. So uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, again, because uh, and that's what's weird about some of these shows. It's hard to come into them without seeing it from the beginning. But uh, th- they've been trying to establish that again in the last couple episodes. Although the wrap up, they just show her uh, memories of them fighting. He. Uh, certainly has um been starting to think about her lately <laughs> so they, they they've been uh uh tackling that angle because they're gonna give them a nice little reunion scene i i, I feel that's coming up this season uh and it started with this phone call today that he has at the end of the episode you know just just want to know you're okay and we don't get her answer and we won't get her answer for like three episodes because we're going to completely abandon him and his storyline for a while, which drives me crazy too. Cause well, he's also, they cliffhang that so much. The contract he was on was blown up, right? Right. So he's got to so, go get a new one. 
Yeah, I don't entirely understand how he operates. He's uh, connected to the Lance Henriksen character. Yes. Is that right? Yep. Um, the major so, from last week. Yep. Right, yeah. So it sounds like that relationship possibly just went bad, too. Correct. Yeah. So, what, so we got to find out, like, what is Tom's future if he's, if, if you know. I get this. He's not yeah. reput- reputable anymore or, you know, he's out of a job or what. I think he is. And, and, and there wasn't necessarily that they got rid of uh, the major. I mean, he was still around. So uh, that character, you know, is still there. It's just Red needed to capture him in order to find Tom. Yeah. This guy could, pr- you know, Tom could probably still go back to him for the the next assignment. Uh, I think what will end up happening, uh, as this would make the most sense in, in how formulaic these types of shows are, is that we're not going to see Tom for several episodes, and then he's going to show up in the middle of something. Like, as in, at towards in the, the end of... of a, a furball or something. Right, something. towards, towards the end of... One, yeah, towards the end of one episode, he's some dark figure in the background. Sure. And, uh, you know, like the... The, the bad Halloween movies, you know, episode, you know, Halloween five and six, where there's they keep following this guy in a trench coat walking around for no reason, and then all of a sudden he's got like a Tommy gun and shooting up a. Uh, well, I, I feel like he, <laughs> wherever he next appears, it has to be to save Elizabeth right. so they can have another meeting. That's what I mean. So he's going to okay. be around, and there's going to be some episode, you know, that is previewed as, uh, you know. Time is running out. Lizzie's like buried underground, and they, you know, that she's running out of air. And Tom's the only one that can save her. It's it's going to be that kind of episode. It's a very special episode. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, we're we're you know two thirds of the way through this season. We're going to get away from the story arc for a couple episodes because that's typically how these shows work as well. You're going to get these one offs now for a couple weeks, which usually aren't as exciting because we we've finished up this story arc with the whole Harbor Master thing, that's going to go away. You know, she's made right by it by selling off all her belongings to uh, give the daughter of the Harbor Master a college education. They did make a point at least once, maybe twice, that, um, and, and I guess this is the theme to the whole story, that Reddington and Elizabeth are on a journey together. Correct. Right. And Reddington seems to know where this is going, and Liz is still yep. clueless. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the only hint that there is... Cause all the other plots were just killed. Correct. And this is, this we, we, is we, by the we, way, guys, it still happened. Yeah, don't don't forget that this is what we need to talk about, and that's that's exactly where we're at back to now. Is we have no idea what their connection is. We have no idea why she's important, but she keeps getting more and more clues about it, and the clues just confuse her more and more. She has no idea. And at the very end, we we just get the to, to show you how big a deal this is. She she elaborates that that he, you know, freed Tom, whom she hates, just to save her. Right. Like we have to emphasize that. Yep. To make sure you understand <laughs> that this is still a really important relationship here. And now that we've killed everything off, we're going forward with this. Right. But it, it does kind of open it up for, for, like you said, some one-off episodes that, you know, for someone who hasn't seen it, I think look interesting. You know, in the in the preview. oh, the one-off so, episodes are very good. I, I don't want to say that they're bad. You just don't get any advancement of your story arcs. So sometimes, it, the, uh, on a podcast like this, they're difficult to have good discussion about because we're just going to talk about how good the episode right. was and then move on. We but don't we, we don't have anything to predict. Now we've opened up the possibility of new story arcs. Sure. 
which is new and exciting. We don't have to keep talking about the same story arc anymore. We've, we've probably got new stuff coming up. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're gonna you know there's some stories that kind of got buried uh, you know several episodes ago that are gonna come back. So there there's there's a lot moving forward with the show, and I think we'll uh, we'll certainly see that in episodes to come. But my guess is next week's gonna be very episodic, very one off. Sure. Uh, which, which is fine, and I didn't really look too closely at the trailer, so it didn't. I have no idea what that one will be about. It, it looks like it's another doctor experimenting on people, which it, I, I get the impression has happened before. We've had that a few times. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting because the one thing they got to do with this blacklist is also keep these villains fresh because you can't continuously recycle the same type of villain, which is going to be tough to avoid. I mean, they've had the doctor who's experimenting and doing these tests to try to find the cure for something. You know, we've had the one uh, from last season where the doctor was poisoning people while trying to determine if, you know, he can per- create a cure for something. For that, Do you for- think any of this could tie back to the experimental treatment that, that Cooper is undergoing for his brain tumor? Wouldn't that? I mean, I that that's completely out there because they just they hacked that off. But that would be really peculiar and interesting, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And that could be Cooper's moment. He's like, I I, I got to put this guy away, or if I saving my life, right? And if I do, you know, then this drug, you know, doesn't uh, come to me anymore. It it very well could be. I mean, the the types of uh, blacklisters we've seen uh, certainly. Uh, could be at a high up level of some pharmaceutical company somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we did, like you mentioned at the end of the episode when Tom, our Lizzie asked Red about saving Tom. There was that whole little scene beforehand with their little moment together, where Red is obviously ex- describing what he's been going through watching her grow, uh, but uh, paralleling it with the path she's about to go down by giving the daughter of the harbor master the scholarship money and then you know somewhere down the road you're going to call in a favor here and you're going to do this there and sooner or later i mean it was the it was the father-daughter moment moral of the story is except he walks off and he's like (laughs) don't do this you'll go down a road you don't want to be down and then just yeah of course she's doing this so she doesn't feel guilty but (laughs) what, what what is she supposed to do and you're not giving her any advice about what she should do and that's Instead, you know right and that's what he is i mean basically his his whole advice that he's always given her was i've been there and see what it's made me <laughs> and then draw your own conclusion like a really rich guy who's got yeah. all the power uh, okay right and and everybody's chasing after him but but you know draw your own conclusions is is usually what he tells her uh and that's kind of what I got from the end of that one. And we've heard him give her that kind of advice before. So let me see any other notes here. Did you have anything else uh, that was glaring for you from the episode? Um, I mean, there were things that I found really funny, like the like the judge we were talking about sure. who, who was really intense. And then at the end, he's given this really intense speech on his soapbox. Right. That that he just can't get off of, and he's like, you know what? Never mind about any of that stuff. We're just going. It, it's it's yeah. secret, and, and I know this is. I mean, this is actually one of those current events things. Like sure. we've been dealing with the FISA courts for a long time, and I think it enrages all sorts of people that mm-hmm. that we can just say it's secret and not talk about it anymore. So I I get the political message 
Right. And maybe that was one of the the few useful points of this episode was to like was to say that you know this secret stuff that this entire series is about is is kind of suspect and we should all be aware of it and not just walk away so quickly. But but maybe that, there's a message there. I don't know. Sure, but then you have the the aspiring district attorney or attorney general right, but, uh, Connolly right after that in his scene with Cooper say whatever it takes for you to keep this thing going you do with that uh, but the uh, question to me is like is is this aspiring AG a good guy or kind of a villain I mean I realize he's right. he's shielding the focus of the series he's shielding this this FBI organization but at the same time mm-hmm. he is also um you know, kind of destroying what the country's founded on in a way, right? Well, we, and we mentioned a couple episodes where he, did, he 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 was the one that pulled the favor to get Cooper into this drug trial, and uh, I kind of felt like you know he was going to okay. hold that over his head, and now he says something a joke again about I'm going to hold this over your head. Oh, just joking, but no, right? Not really. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did uh, and and I now we've heard him basically twice say to Cooper, "I'm going to be holding this over your head," which means somewhere down the road, yes, he's going to call in the task force for a favor. I need y'all to do this. Red's probably going to say, uh-uh, that's not what we need to do. And this guy might be on the list for all So he's know. building leverage so that he right. can get stuff done exactly when he needs it conveniently. He's going to make this his own task force. And that's that's the kind of what he's been doing. The couple episodes we've seen him in, it is. It's it's all leverage. So and. Red would be an incredibly valuable tool for that, right? I mean, he's got all the connected oh, God, if you're uh, gonna spider be, webby fingers. So I think if you're going to be the attorney general and you you have the super spy in basically on your payroll, who better? Yeah, <laughs> what what can't you do? So no, this is certainly going to come to head at some point. Uh, probably again, probably down the road, we'll probably uh, not hear about it for several episodes, but it's going to come back. All right, just one more thing. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, Tom doing a work uh, a workout montage. Like this is this is every time you see a workout montage that happens in like a, a really dirty apartment, it's always push ups, sit ups, and pull ups. And I'm like, yep. where are the squats? Come on, you have to work the. <laughs> I know. I, I'm I'm sitting there watching that. I'm like, man, if that's all it took to look like that. <laughs> Ryan, get on this. I know I need to get on that because Tom weighs like a third of what I weigh, and <laughs> but okay, yes, the workout montage again. It was kind of a wasted scene. It was filler, but just to show you, you know how it was. Like, well, it was going with Tom Red's narration, right? It was going with Red's narration of uh, how he is so immersive into his role, which again, you know, if they if he gets that next job, yeah, he's going like to get the SS that he put on his back. Yep. Yeah. Oh like gosh. Because so into this role, guys. Look at my neck. Tattoo. He got all the tattoos to make him uh, perfect for this uh, Aryan group, and uh, that's that was that. <laughs> all right. Well, but that's it for this episode. Uh, it, like I said, it, it, it wrapped up what we were expecting it to wrap up. We we knew this was coming, and it, also Tom Keen. I posted today on Facebook that uh, our list of uh, people that have been on the blacklist so far that number eight was the highest we've gone up on the list, but Tom Keene was number seven. So we're, we're creeping up there. On that, that, those numbers were, <laughs> I know having not watched the show from the beginning, okay. you wouldn't catch on to well, that. And also like <laughs> why the hashtag, like why are we making it such a huge deal? The oh, Tom 
Hashtag Tom Keen. That's a big yeah. thing. You know, us, us, uh, you can explain that to me. Blacklist watchers are, are into our hashtags, but no, it's, uh, Tom Keen, uh, was number seven today. So now he's the highest on our list of, uh, blacklisters that we've learned to date in the series. So, uh, but let us know what your thoughts were on the, uh, this uh, week's episode and, uh, any future ideas. Now that we've wrapped up a storyline, what, what are some of the storylines you all would like to see next? So, you can go ahead and email us at blacklist at podcasturbia.com or you can go ahead and comment on uh, Facebook or Twitter at podcasturbia. Lots of fun stuff there. So uh, like us on iTunes, we like that as well. Also, if you're interested in some of our other shows, we have uh, our uh, weekly uh, just general um, random talk show that Dave and I do on Friday nights and uh, that'll be kicking back into gear again in a couple weeks once he gets back from his trip and uh, Sam, uh, Dave and I also do the uh, pop culture effect where we talk about all things uh, movies, TV, things like that. That show just got off uh, just got going so we're a couple episodes into that and we're having a good time doing that so check that out as well. It's uh, called Pop Culture Effect uh, and you can look for us on iTunes. Just search for Podcast Derby and all of our shows will come up. So that's it. I'm Brian. He is Sam, and we will see you all next time.